ladies and gentlemen. Uh, welcome to my gorgeous son. It gives me no pleasure to introduce this next segment, this next episode, I suppose. Something I found while I was digging through the iTunes worst podcast section. Not recommended for me. I searched it under the keywords betrayal. Under the keywords interloper. Under the keyword of shitbag. As you may remember, my ex-wife, soon to be late wife. No, just kidding. She's healthy. Remarried. So back in Halifax, she's got this shit dog of a new hub named Russell who fucking stinks ass. And when Andy was lost to me, Russell scooped him up and tried to make him the premier guest on his shitty version of my podcast format, which I invented, which is people interviewing other people and then just riffing. <laughs> Something that's new started in 2018 with me, Roly, the king shit, Mr. Big Dick, and other aliases that I will formulate now. R to the O, to the L to the L to the Y, because I got that big gaping dick. Yeah, I said gaping. Believe it or not, I'm extremely torn up about this. I found this episode. Apparently Russell is back at his evil game. And you got to hold a handy again, this time in the fair city I call home. Yes, the T-Dot, Drake Zone 6, or as I call it, the 7. The area code I use is the other one, 647. There's a 6 in that too, so we can still, anyway. Have a listen, everyone, and form your own opinion, but I think you'll see that I have cause to be upset. Wow, 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 welcome everyone to Russell on the Road. So, uh, if you don't know me, my name is Russell, and I am Halifax's favorite uh, podcasting fella, and I will, you know, my claim to fame, though, the greatest claim to fame I have is, yes, I am the proud stepfather of Andy Bush, of my gorgeous son, fame. You're the star of it, Andy! I, I don't I don't know if I'm the star of it, uh, Russell, but thank you very thank much. Thank you so Appreciate much for it. being here. Yeah, You're the thanks. star of it. Yeah, okay. So... You're probably wondering. Yeah. What's going on? Well, I'm not wondering anymore because you just said what you're doing. Yes, so. but now I will tell everyone what I'm doing. And the answer is this. I was uh, having a great time when Andy was out in Halifax. And my son, Lorenzo, and I were overjoyed to have Andy on the first the inaugural taping of our podcast, my gorgeous stepson's stepbrother, Lorenzo, my son, featuring Andy Bush. But I was positively crushed when you, Andy, hightailed it out of town like a thief in the night, stole away from your dear mother, returning to Toronto. I wanted to kill you. You I, wanted to kill me? I, well, made, I thought it through. Well, Russell, I, I thought I thought you were really excited to do your own podcast with your stepson. You were the key, Andy. Well, how did that work out? What's go, how, what, what happened? Well, here's what happened. Lorenzo and I tried to record a couple more episodes, and the spark wasn't there. 
you know, I say this lovingly about my stepson's stepbrother, Lorenzo, my son, but he, he doesn't have it. That je ne sais quoi, uh-huh. you know? And we had some good guests. We had Nova Scotia Premier Stephen McNeil, and we cut him to pieces and recorded his screaming, please. And still, wait, wait, you actually cut him to pieces? We murdered him. And still, something wasn't there, you know. We murdered him. We said, this is for the film industry, you fuck. You crank fuck. And then we buried him under his precious Olympic-sized inline skating rink in the Halifax Commons. It's called the Oval. The Oval! Yeah. You, I, you should know this. You're from Halifax, yeah, Russell. But I don't pay attention to details. And then our second guest was the uh, Halifax police officer investigating the murder of the premier um, because the, and I say this loosely, impersonator we hired to take his place and pretend to be Stephen McNeil and then slowly uh, implement pro-film industry uh, motions. Uh this impersonator was, in the words of the police officer, unconvincing. Okay, you should. But we pro- had a nice chat with the police officer. You should probably explain the the whole situation. Maybe the fact that Steve McNeil gutted the film industry in Nova Scotia. Like, I don't think most people, most listeners, even know about this. This is why you've got it, Andy, because you've got it. Because you're just sort of saying you're the footnote to my foot to my text. Oh, okay. You're good. This is it. Yeah, no, tell them all. Tell them all. Tell okay, the, well, no, tell that's, I just did. Steve McNeil gutted the film industry. Like a fish. Like a fish, like a I dog. guess. Yeah, like a dog. Oh, more like a fish, sure. Like a fish. You don't really gut dogs, but... Like so, a dogfish. Russell, do you really want... Do you actually want to explain to the listeners why you're in Toronto, though? Yes, because, I do. Yeah. So, so the podcast with Lorenzo did not work out. Despite our guests and the intrigue woven into our true crime, we're the culprits, style podcast... And Lorenzo's ultimate, and I cross my heart as I say this, arrest at the hands of the awful pig. Whoa. I'm sorry. I I didn't know what to do with my life. And I thought to myself, my son's in jail. These pigs run Halifax now. If they're not making you bite the curb and stepping on the back of your head outside Pizza Corner for the crime of ordering a slice, they're locking up your son for the crime of murdering the premier. So I didn't know what to do. And, you know, your your mother was distraught because you were here. So I thought, you know, I'm going to go to Toronto. I'm going to find Andy. And then on my way to Toronto, I uh, heard about something in Toronto. Because I was like, what am I going to do while I'm there? You know, I don't want to make it a wasted visit. Maybe I'll go to the ROM and see the Zool exhibit. Maybe I'll see all of the nice pumps at the shoe museum. Yeah, the shoe museum. You've been to the shoe museum? I, in the words of the head of security at the Shoe Museum, abused the privilege. Oh, what does that mean? Wore some shoes I shouldn't have worn. You can wear the shoes. I mean, you can't wear the shoes. To do some things I shouldn't have done. Oh, good lord. Into the urinal of the bathroom I shouldn't have been in. Russell, I don't really know much about you. I'm realizing this. I'm a sex pest recently widowed man. Wait, wait, what? Wait, hold on. Your mom is fine. Before oh, oh, her. Oh, okay. I was going okay. Jesus. That's, I was, that's, I, but proud father to a new culprit, pig hater. Okay. <laughs> uh, Adbusters inventor. You invented Adbusters. Yeah. Russell, it, Russell. I'm you, a cool guy. 
here's the what I want to get to. All through. right, please. I'm yes. in Toronto because. Drum roll, please. I'm sticking around long term. I signed up for the Ryerson podcasting program as a mature student. Why would you sign up for the podcasting program? That's a I'm terrible a drift in life. Have you listened to our podcast? Have you heard Everardo? He's not great. Everardo, king of the podcast. He's like he is the golden child of the Ryerson podcasting program. Oh, if he's the best. We love him. He's our golden calf. If there's a god, we don't care. We're worshiping him. He's a king. He fucks. He fucks? Anyone he wants in the podcast. That's program. not appropriate. He's like Christian Talk Sawyer about... in Pump Up the Volume. They all, all the girls want to have him, and all the gr- guys want to be him. Well, that's fantastic. I, 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 just, I didn't know he was that well... Um, well liked and revered, Russell. You said um, you said you had something to tell me because my mom was here. You you, you, you you told me my mother was here. Yes, I lied to you to get you over to be the first guest on my new podcast, which I'm doing for school, and then teaching me all the tricks. So I'm gonna get better and better as it goes, baby. What are some of the podcasting tricks? Talking What's, to the of, mic. Give, name, talking to the mic is a podcasting trick. Yeah, and they also focus on things like what works in audio, what works in video, and one of the first things they told me was. Is it cool to get this uh, to slice a, slice and dice the pro, the premier of a province? Of course, but how can you do that in a way that's more audio compelling for you the for the ears? And I thought about it, and I was like, yeah, some of the craziest, most awesome shit about dicing and slicing that man was the blood. Can we please stop talking about you graphically murdering someone? This is something they're teaching you to do this. They're teaching me to do it right. Yeah, it's, for a podcast. I'm too, it's got too graphic. I'm sorry. Yeah, I it did get a little graphic there. I'm sorry. They're teaching me all kinds of good lessons at the Ryerson Podcasting School. They're teaching me... Interviewing skills? Because you really haven't asked me one question yet or anything. Oh my God. That's why you're the king. Yeah. You, you have to ask a question. Usually, or, or, or something, I, I imagine. Can I ask what kind of podcast is this? Is this? Yeah. It's Russell on the Road. Russell on the road. I'm a mature student trying to find myself on the road in the big streets of Toronto. What do Hope you... I don't get overwhelmed or arrested by the head of shoe security at the museum. Ru- Russell, I guess I guess what I'm really asking is why am I here if if you're just going to talk about yourself and talk and, and not ask me any questions whatsoever? This is a great point, Andy. I'm going to ask you questions. I prepared some questions. So, Andy Bush, will you become my permanent sidekick and leave your father's podcast? And spit on his name. No. Okay. Wow. All right. This. Okay. Uh, question number two. What's your favorite movie? What's my favorite movie? Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know. Adaptation. Wow. Yeah. I was sure. not expecting you to say that one. It's a it's a good movie. I like that and Wings of Desire. That's, that's Wings a, of Desire. That's a little more, you know, heady. And... We're really compiling a who's... Uh, this is a film buffs list we've, we're coming together with. Yeah. You're not... This... And Dumb and Dumber. I really like that. There we so go. there we go. There's a good one, That's too. still a film buffs list. You, you insert really? one low culture film... To show you're the, right. You're to right. show your feet are still on the ground. Okay. You're not. A, you're not too high on your own supply. I can only talk about movies I've recently seen. I saw. Uh, I saw uh, um, Possession, which was uh, horrible. Possession. Hor- horrifying. Yeah. The, the, it's. It's a. Uh, I can't remember the director's name, but you never. You don't remember that? It had that famous subway. Which I shouldn't talk about that. What's the one? It's a famous subway scene. Possession. Yeah, where a woman has a, a very graphic and and surreal miscarriage. 
Dumb. Yeah, it's pretty intense. Holy. Yeah, yeah she cheats on her her husband, and and then okay. Yeah, it's pretty dark. So yeah, I saw that with my girlfriend. It was pretty intense. Oh shit. A real date movie. Huh? Yeah, it was really not appropriate. I uh, shouldn't have watched it. Would you see on your first date? Straw Dogs? Straw Dogs? No, I don't know what we saw on our first date. Straw Dogs? I've never seen Straw Dogs. It's horrifying. What's Straw Dogs? Uh, it's like 90 minutes of tension and then 20 minutes of Dustin Hoffman and his wife getting mistreated. Wow. Haven't seen it. It's... It's a tough one. Really into Westworld? That's another thing. Westworld. So, Westworld. A show. Oh, I saw, the, I saw the movie Westworld. That's what I saw. Michael Crichton. Yeah, Michael Crichton. I did not know he directed it. I was blown away. He directed it? It's very silly. It's, if you see the movie, if you see the show, the show's serious and, and, and talks about the nature of consciousness and, yeah. and, and all that. But the, the movie is... Goofy. Well, at one point, someone gets hit in the head and honestly, there's a, <laughs> there's a cuckoo sound. There's a cuckoo sound. Oh, I like that. There's a cuckoo sound. I like that. Yeah. Like an animaniac. It, go, it goes like, boop, 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 or like, boop, or whatever a cuckoo hell? sound is. That's not a cuckoo. Yeah, that's not a cuckoo. That's R2-D2 <laughs> talking back to C-3PO. It's, it's like a... That's boop, the kind of thing boop, that... Boop, boop, boop. Let yeah. me, you do that sound again, and then I'll do C-3PO responding to it. Boop, 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 boop. R2! Well, I never... You know what, Russell? Uh, I don't... Well, if that's how you feel, I'll just go this way. Is that okay? That's pretty good. It's not the right voice, but it's the right vibe. I mean, I like it. You know, I don't, I don't actually mind this, this, this podcast. Do you like it? It's, it's pretty good. I'm an everyday dude who's a mature student at the Rise and Bob Broadcast School. It's, it's nice because it, there's, there's not a lot of negative energy coming off of you. Like my father is, is very negative. I want to slice and dice your father and put yeah. him in don't, the ground. No, 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 no. He means well. He's I, trying to help me. I'm trying to help you. He's mean. He's a bad guy. Yeah, well, he's but he he doesn't murder people. I don't think anyway, or maybe he has. I do too, but don't tell the cops. I, as far you, as they're concerned, Lorenzo worked alone. You are recording this. Is but Halifax is geo-blocked from Toronto, so they won't like, hear. So, but I'm pretty sure that that's the, canon. The police talk to each other. I'm assuming. Oh my God, can you imagine? That'd be a real oink fest. Jeez. Oink, oink, oink. What's in, the, what's in the trough today? I hope I'm pretty enough they don't take me out to slaughter. I hope I get to be the babe pig and not the one that gets eaten. So can I ask you what, what Everardo is like? Everardo. Like outside of the, I've only I only talked to him during the podcast because that's all I can stand. Guy you've ever but like, what's he like? He's the most outside. confident guy you've ever met in your life. Really? He floats on air. He's like a combination of like, I want to say like, uh, like, you know, the pussy posse? No. Leonardo DiCaprio, David Blaine, Tobey Maguire. Are other you kidding? Guys. Are you kidding? You've never heard of the Pussy Posse? Wait, the three of them? David Blaine the Magician and Leonardo DiCaprio some more expected, are a posse? There's others that you'd be like, those make more sense, but I, for some reason can only remember those So three. how do they work together? Does David Blaine come up to them? And I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. It's they fucking hang out at bars. Leonardo DiCaprio. It David- started when Leonardo was like a boy, uh, boy stud. Like when he was really first reaching his fame. So he knew David Blaine. Somehow. Somehow. On the mean streets of New York. David Blaine showed him a trick. Yeah, and he was like, like, you're in the posse. You're in the posse. Welcome to the pussy posse. Because I would feel like David Blaine would kind of be like the Batman to to Leonardo DiCaprio's Superman. Like he has a trick, but it's useless because Leonardo DiCaprio, all he has to do is stand there. And I'm assuming he could get women. If the goal of this posse is to hang out with your pals and meet women, what better... 
Tell me what's going to work better. Leonardo DiCaprio sitting around waiting for them to come to him or David Blaine suspended in the air, melting in an ice cube, holding his breath, days going by, the sympathy brewing in the hearts of every passing maiden. Will he survive? I hope so. I, I was picturing more just like showing women that he can not levitate and Being like lowered that. to the ground okay, by a crane. Crumpling. It bones exposed through his ribs. A modern day Bobby Sands on the streets of New York. One card in his mouth, one card up his ass. Is this your card? What? <laughs> Tell me a woman's I not. Know. I just don't. I don't understand the logic of that trick, but I'm not going to really go into it. It doesn't quite make sense. It makes sense. It doesn't make sense. They, he has a card up his ass and he's encased in a block of ice. David Blaine asks someone what to take a card. He ascends in a crane. Gets For weeks? Gets inserted into a bunch of water that gets frozen into a cube of ice. Days go by. He gets thumped onto the ground as he thaws out and uh, unfolds. And you're expecting a, that person to wait around. Two cards emerge. One from his mouth, one from his ass. And baby, they're both your card. But, you, but that would require the person to stick around for days. That's the catch. Okay. All right, Russell. Well, uh... Here's the crazy thing. Okay. The person yeah. who sticks around holding the card? Yeah. Also David Blaine. Well, that is a trick. And also impossible. So incredible. Top five mag magicians working uh, on the uh, mean streets of Las Vegas today. Go. Me, go. I don't know. Uh, David Copperfield. One. Who else is... Chris Angel. Chris... Is he still working? Yep. David Copperfield. Chris Angel. Uh, Nightmare Johnny. Nightmare Johnny is not a... You made that up. No, for sure. Nightmare Johnny's amazing. What does Nightmare Johnny do? What's his thing? He... Is he like Gallagher? He's exactly like Gallagher. The magician Gallagher. But, every, but when he smashes a watermelon, uh, he pulls out... Yep. A card. That's your card. That's a card, yeah. It's, it's, that was your card. Yeah, so every magician uh, that you've told me to talk about seems to just do like card trick. Elaborate, ex elaborate card Here's the card crazy tricks. thing about Nightmare Johnny. Yeah. After he pulls your card out uh -huh. of the watermelon, yeah. he says, that's not the only card of yours. Search your own ass. Then he forces audience members to dig around in their own asses like goblins. <laughs> like, like, yeah, that's because that's a, that's a well-known thing goblins do is they dig around in their own asses. Then these people say, there's nothing in there. Yeah. Nightmare Johnny brings them to a hospital. Oh. The doctors perform x-rays. Mm -hmm. The x-rays reveal, sure enough, lodged way up inside them, Nightmare Johnny's card. Fantastic. Then Russell. they have to pay for their own procedure to have it removed. Have you been to a show of his? Is this is where you see this? Were you were you one of those people, or I because you seem really intimately was intimately exposed to the machinations of Nightmare Johnny? And let me just say, financially and physically, it was a nightmare. Yeah, it sounds. Especially, did you have insurance? Because that's out in the states. No, I did not. You didn't have health insurance. Uh, no, I did not. So you went down to a nightmare. Jo what was the poster for God's sakes for Nightmare Johnny's? It was a, an X-ray of someone's ass, and then a little blurb that said, "This could be your ass, great and body." And you wanted to see that. Yeah, yeah. And then there was uh, there's a series of TV ads that are doctors saying, "Don't see this show." Uh huh. 
which wow, is man. the best advertising you could have. Well, Russell, um, I'm sorry you had to go through that. Top two magicians on the mean streets of Vegas. Uh, Chris Angel and David Copperfield. Those are five, four, and three with Nightmare Johnny. I'm looking for the top two. The top two. <laughs> okay, well, I honestly do not know any other, um, any other magicians. Oh, well, then I guess you've never heard of Pebbles from Flintstones. Pebbles from Flintstones is a magician. Yep. You, you mean the cartoon? Character. The character. Oh, so the cartoon was based on a, a real cave girl? <laughs> Animated cave girl. An anim- Wait, no. The, the animated leading ca- animated cave girl street magician in Las so Vegas. So she is animated. Yeah. yeah so she's, an, she's come to life like Roger Rabbit and she does... That's right. Yeah. So it's not... Okay. She's a good one. She's a good tune. Honestly, that's all you would need. I think all you would need is to just show up as a cartoon. But you don't need you, to do any fucking tricks. She gives you so much more. But if you can be a cartoon in real life... Let's just say if you're walking past Pebbles from Flintstones... And she asks, and she shows you a card. Don't stop, because you're on a fast track to having a card up your ass, my friend. Very similar to. So did did uh, Nightmare Johnny steal that uh, bit from Pebbles? That is a dispute. Ah, okay, I see. And they've both been on the magician's version of WTF, accusing each other of. Trick theft. Who's who, who is the magician that so who so you're saying there's someone who's not like not a great magician, uh, but uh, yeah. but is a good interviewer is is doing this. So. Oh, that's a rip. That's a burn. <laughs> well, that's just a burn. I'm just wondering. Let's just say at the beginning of each of his podcasts, it's about him, and then but he's a magician, so he says, "Pow! I just shit your pants," and he did. It's <laughs> amazing. He did. Well, honestly, if I saw... Do you want to know who hosts it? Okay, what... Do you want to know his name? Who's in... What? You better believe it. Clark... Clark Marin. Yeah, Clark Marin. That's right. Oh, wow, didn't even change the last name. Okay. Clark Marin. That's right. So is he related to Mark Marin, a fantastic comedian in his own right? The greatest trick Clark Marin ever pulled was convincing the world he wasn't just Mark Marin with a different name and podcast for a different crowd. I like Mark Marin. I like his stand-up. I, you know, it's, he's great. He's very funny. Stand-up? Well, like, sit down. He does sit down a lot. Well, he's that guy stood up to tell a joke. Uh, it was the 70s. Richard Nixon was in diapers! Okay, that's better. Um, you still haven't told me that number one, although, honestly, the fact that... Why, why Pebbles? Like, if there's going to be a cartoon that exists, why fucking Pebbles? Sweet. Disarming. You'd never expect young Pebbles to put a card up your ass. No, I just mean, why? Like, you know, there's like Mickey Mouse or Donald Duck to come to life. Like, it just seems crazy that the only cartoon that's ever... Or or are you saying there's a lot of cartoons that Cartoons come to life in Vegas. Anything you want, baby. All right. Anything you want. Okay, I'm going to stop you there because we really have to finish things up. I've taken over this podcast. You got to go. What is the number one magician... In, in Vegas right now, because that was number two. Yeah. Yeah, what's the number one? Number one, because uh, I don't know. I thought it was David Copperfield. It's a diaper-clad ancient Richard Nixon. Okay. So you're saying the top two magicians in Vegas both wear diapers. Who else did I say? Pebbles. Does Pebbles wear a diaper? Pebbles is in the... Is it, or is that Bam Bam? She sort of... Pebbles doesn't... Pebbles just, I guess, doesn't have a diaper. She shits wherever she wants. Because she's, she's a baby. That's right. Pebbles and Bam Bam are the same age. Yeah, they're babies. So baby... Pebbles... Bam Bam's in a diaper, so he needs it. And I guess Pebbles just... 
Or maybe she's potty trained at like seven, eight months. That doesn't make sense. Okay, the, so Richard... The Flintstones Nixon. character's potty trained? Yeah, what they shit into is a dinosaur's mouth. It's a living. Okay, okay. <laughs> let's, let's end this. Bed Panasaurus? Toiletatops? Toiletatops? <laughs> Toiletatops? That's good. That's good. Richard Nixon, ancient, not dead. That's that's incredible. I, I, I honestly thought you were going to say someone like um, Barry Manilow or, or Elvis. Yeah, or those like guys are good too. Yeah, okay. Well, Russell, thanks so much for inviting me on this. Um, when are you going back to Halifax? Uh, it's been postponed indefinitely while I pursue my passion in the 12-year Ryerson podcasting program. Your mother understands. She's thinking of joining me. And in the meantime, I'm just so excited. I hope you come back. I'm looking for a sidekick. I've been told that that's high on the list of things I got to do. Uh, well, um, th- thanks. I, I, I don't really, I'm not looking to be a sidekick uh-huh. uh, at all, really. I don't want to be a sidekick. I just, um, you know, I'm happy with my, my, I guess I'm happy with my Gorgeous Sons podcast. That's well, it, that hurts me to hear that because I think it's trash and I think you'd do well here. But I'll find someone else. Maybe I'll find a young, uh, who'd be a good sidekick? Like my... Um, like someone like my Andy Richter. I'm going to ask Andy Richter. Yeah, Andy Richter would be good. Or like an Ed McMahon type person. Or... Yeah, dead McMahon. He is dead, yeah. Dead McGon. Ronald McDonald. Hungy much? All right. Wow, I just shit your pants. Let's, let's end it, Russell. Let's end it. This has been Russell on the Road with your host, Russell, and my guest, of course, my gorgeous stepson's stepbrother, Lorenzo's stepbrother, Andy. Join us again for more on the road. Ryerson! If you're like me, listening to that episode made you feel mad, sad, bummed out. I'm wagging my gaping dick all over the damn toilet. I'm dripping, dropping plea plunks and making a scene. I'm furious and I don't know where my son is. I haven't seen him since this episode was presumably recorded and I'm pissed off. I'm ready to buy a weapon and do a we need to talk about Kevin on someone. No, just kidding. Oh my God. I don't think I'm allowed to joke about that. Shoutouts to Lynn Ramsey. Should have got that Oscar nom. Um, what else do I want to say? Otherwise things are good. You know what I'm getting into, finally? Drag Race. RuPaul's. Angina was robbed. Dordelano was robbed. Kimchi and Naomi were robbed. Shoutouts to uh, Eureka. You really grew on me in your season. You know what? You're all doing a great job. Some of you are psychopaths, but you're getting it. You're making it work. And you look good. Okay. Goodbye, everyone.